What's going on and welcome to episode 51 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I'm your host Sanchez Bailey. And today I want to speak on something that, it's not redundant, but it's developed since I was inspired to speak on the topic. And I feel like I might as well speak on what I wanted to say because it may actually link to someone's playing situation regardless or irrespective of the actual reality. And let's just kind of summarise football for uh, at the moment. It's, you know, it's been a crazy period. You know, games are being called off professionally, unprofessionally um, because of COVID. And, and COVID is, is really giving me, excuse me, a real deja vu of the last time. And thankfully, I've just seen, you know, I'm recording this very late. Um, I've just seen that the... Uh, the Premier League fixtures will carry on over the Christmas period, which is great for football. Um, I also heard in the NBA, weirdly, that they will allow players to play and compete still, despite testing positive, if they've been vaccinated. Which is weird, because there may be some people that can catch COVID. I don't know, it's just a weird situation, and I'm hoping the Premier League doesn't get close to that, because I do think people will be at risk. Um, although, in some ways, what I have echoed as well, I can't believe I'm speaking about this podcast, but like, it's just a topic that we're always speaking about, isn't it? But what I do believe is this world does need to get used to living with this, you know? So I'm hearing in the UK there could be a lockdown, but I think it'll be very counterproductive because we just need to get used to living with it now, you know? And, and those that are more vulnerable know their role now, um, we know the protocols, we know what you should do if you do test positive, we do know that we should be trying to refrain from certain things and actions and certain contacts. So, you know, yes, we do need to protect each other, but I do think we are conscious enough now to try and try and do the right things, you know, um, rather than just being locked down and everything being restricted for businesses to, to be harmed and stuff. But I don't want to get too political because I have strong beliefs. Well... Not strong beliefs, but I have conspiracies, probably. Probably not the right phrase. I'm not that deep into it, but I do feel there's there's a bit more to what is being revealed. I think that's the best thing to say, because there's always more to what's being revealed. But I want to speak on, on, on uh, politics, and I believe I've touched on it a little bit. I remember the first time I was inspired to speak about politics, um... I had a back and forth with someone that I know so on, on, on the internet about politics. And I actually can't remember now, but it was almost to the point where I wanted to invite them as a guest and speak on it. But they're not playing, currently playing, so I thought I'll probably wait for someone who I feel will really benefit the topic. And then someone came to mind and they were not a footballer. They are a professional boxer, someone that I know pretty well. Um... And it would have been cool to get him on here. I feel like soon I will do something where he will be involved. And so watch out for that, just dealing with politics. And hopefully you might see where I'm going with this. And so the whole situation with Aubameyang, right? I don't really know too much about it, you know, to be honest with you. But I know he was dropped out of the team um, and there was talks of him losing his captaincy um, I think that might happen, actually. It might have happened quite immediately after the news of him missing training and being left out of the squad. He was then stripped of his captaincy. 
you know. Um, and previously, what's happened with the club when... All right, let's just start... And I'll continue. Previously, when he's done things such as being late, I think for the North London Derby, he was left out of the team, cool, fine. And there's a number of perspectives that you can kind of take from this where it might have been the last draw. He's done it a few times. You are the captain. You remember when Sam Morsi came on to the podcast and he spoke about him being a um, leader and taking the responsibility on himself to be on time and the first one at training. You know, a sign of leadership and, you know, it's a standard that you do want to maintain. Um, and especially if you keep getting away with it as a captain, it's not really the greatest message for the, to the younger boys as well. Not even just the rest of the players, the younger boys too. You know, just getting away with it and being the prime time player, getting away with murder, so to speak. So I do understand that his captaincy has been taken away. Um, I do respect previously that they covered him and had his back and sometimes didn't say too much. And when he had to deal with things, his family, no problem. Like, we hold him down. So I do respect that because that was a very unpolitical thing. That's not very normal in professional football where a team will back a player publicly like that as well and, you know, not demonise them. So that was really nice. But what it has led me to kind of take from this is that Aubameyang has gone through stuff for the last year. You know, he's gone through stuff with his mother and he went and he had any caught, what did he catch? I don't know, malaria? You know, and then obviously the lack of goal scoring form. Like he went, he's, he's been and he's going through a lot. And I feel like, I don't know if he caught COVID as well, but I feel like there's still effects of whatever he's had to go through. Like, you know, there's talks that he had to do something with his mum, which is why he was training. Um, I don't know how that went, whether he just didn't appear or whether it asked for permission or something of the sort. I don't know how it went. But I still feel like he's going through some things and maybe there, there could be an element of support, that more support that could have been done, especially if things were handled in the right way. But let's just say they weren't because of the reaction that has been taking place. So, you know, he's been left out of the team, uh, lost his captaincy, great. Now, there's so much that is not revealed, and I don't know if I know, I don't know, and I don't know if I really want to try and know, actually, but it'll be good for context sake, but I'll be speaking out of turn if I knew any more. Let's just say Aubameyang has responded in a positive manner. The fact that he's being left out of these games, the following games, is a bit problematic for him but maybe also he might have not reacted the most positive way maybe because he might have responded in a in the professional way he done everything that he could to make sure he done things right to make sure that he didn't just not turn up to training like he went through the best procedure that he could but needed to prioritize his family at this particular moment in time right um and then he got treated like this Maybe he's a bit bitter and a bit upset and kind of mad because he's done everything that was all within the operating, operational procedure, you know? So there's two ways that you could look at it and then, you know, the response could be a bit extreme either way that you look at it. But let's just, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, he's done everything right, he's been stripped of his captaincy, he's coming to training still and he's still being left out of the team. Seems a bit extreme, right? Um, and you know whether there's a personal agenda against him I'm not trying to create that and fuel that but let's 
let's just literally say that the response has been a bit over the top and maybe he's been left out of the team because they feel like they want to move in another direction and this is an easier way of shooing him out. I strongly believe that the Ozil situation at the club was political. Um, from my knowledge, it was definitely about some political stuff, especially from Ozil's side, and it was responded um, in a political way. But how can you, using him as well as Aubameyang scenarios of potential politics that is, is ceasing your opportunity of getting game time, how on earth can you stay motivated? How on earth can you still stay keen and uh, passionate about playing the game? And I want to quickly kind of leave this as a footnote episode. Um, and then hopefully I can explore this more, especially um, throughout the season. But how can you respond in a way where you're still upbeat and still working and, you know, passionate when you see no end of the tunnel? That's a tough one to really take. Especially when you feel like you've done no wrong and you feel like all wrong is being shown and displayed to you. And this is where sometimes acceptance is going to be one of those things which is going to be a tough pill to swallow. And sometimes you have to get to a point and sometimes in a game that there are some things that are out of your, not control, but there's some politics in the game that you have to accept. And doesn't mean you're accepting it because it's correct. It's just part of the game which is out of your control. That's a part of the game that is out of your control which you have to kind of accept. It's almost like one of the terms and conditions that there's going to be politics that sometimes work for you or against you. So I've said this very loosely, but once you've kind of got to that point, it's going to be so hard to take. It's what are you going to do about it now? And as cliche as it sounds, what is the question? And then the response is going to follow. But how can you now maximize and take as much control in a situation where a lot of control has been taken away from you, you know? And one of the things that you want, that you have to say to yourself and then you can fill in the blank yourself is, what can I get out of this situation? What can I go through or what can I endure through this situation and come out having earned? And this is where we might have to micro-step and micro-progress ourselves where there's small elements that we can improve. Whether it's going to be uh, technical things about the game. Whether it's going to be some tactical things about the game. Um, whether it's going to be some mental things about the game. You know, whether it's going to be attentional things about the game. Um, whether it's going to be fitness-based elements of the game. You know, uh, it could also be maybe personable things about the game. And, and also what things you're going to do outside of the game because it seems like you might have a bit more time outside of the game to kind of either spend more time with the family, um, develop some personal business uh, plans, um, etc. Right? So, in this time, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a massive time for you to 
reevaluate and strategize. It's got to be a strategic period unless you can easily feel sorry for yourself and let this time pass and, and become unproductive and to not allow yourself to progress in the way that you should progress. Or, let me say that again, it could easily be a time where you could rot. <laughs> you know, it could easily be a time where you um, take or feel, you know, victimized. You feel like things are against you in the case of politics working against you. Or, you know, you can be disappointed. You know, even look, when I preach submax talks, I always push be disappointed. It's important for you to be disappointed. It confirms your competitive nature and that you're you're in this game for the right reasons. There's always a but. And this is where I want you to now start uh, filling in those blanks. The, the but is, what are you going to get out of this situation? You can either get a move and work towards that, but that's not going to happen in a couple of days. So what are you going to do in this time, excuse me, in this time period which will allow you to come out of this situation and hopefully into a new one, um, having gained. Whether it's going to be those tactical, physical, you know, personal business-like aspirations, but also keeping it on the pitch. But then also, what are you going to do outside of the pitch, maybe? Making some time for things that you didn't make time for previously, you know? So I'm going to probably entitle this episode Politics. Maybe with an exclamation mark and a question mark. But how do we deal with politics that works against us? A lot of the times politics work for us, you know? And maybe with the games resuming is a small element of politics working for some players, you know? And maybe against some too, and some teams. Oh my goodness, still having to play games when half of your team is available or half of your team is even healthy. Or even the remaining players, their conditions are not great. And then the paranoia of you competing and maybe even having something and maybe passing it on to someone. And it's a whole mess. And, and I know, gosh, I, I can't remember her name right now, but the Chelsea coach mentioned that, you know, and in their loss in the Champions League. So it is a really serious time. And even if you're someone in the case of a Bamiang or even just someone that's being not forced, but forced to play, um, or even just someone just battling with this period of COVID where maybe you want to play and you're not playing or vice versa, where you're kind of avoiding playing because you don't know what your health status is like, but then you're being forced to play where your mind's at as well. And maybe that's something that I should speak about in the next episode, about how you would handle a situation like that where, you know, um, how how to really play when stuff like that is on your mind, which is bigger than football. It's about life and death to some degree, you know? So yeah, I'll prep on that. That'll be the next episode, which I don't think will be next week, to be honest. I think this will be probably the last episode of the... Uh, we'll see. I can't remember. I can't see the dates um, right now. But yes, I hope everyone does have a pleasant Christmas because Christmas is this week, goodness me. And... I look forward to seeing um, progress with some of the players in the game. I feel like there's someone I wanted to shout out, a few football podcast alumni, but I can't remember off the top of my head, so I'll get there. Um, Yeah, I forgot. (laughs) Anyway, guys, take care. All the best and speak soon.